Today is the Thiruvavtati of Abhiram Thakur, the Aviruvavtati of Prabhupada's Parikar, Bhakti Pamad Santa Maharaj. So we will descend uh, to some glories of Abhiram Thakur. Because if one wants to enter into this realm of devotion, then if he wants to make the way clear for all impediments, make it very beautiful. But then it is seen that this path of bhakti, when we try walking on this path, sometimes there's uh, so many different kinds of chal bhakti, kavad bhakti, anusangiki, lokiki, worldly devotion mixed devotion and all these kinds of devotion like they say devotion for one's country society parents so what is pure bhakti then there is no one-pointedness anywhere and what is this uttama bhakti this mark this path of pure devotion is not shown and all everything becomes a kishri and then they say, oh, we haven't realized anything in our lives. Because they say Bhagavan's bhakti and Bhagavan's karma is the same thing. Then what will happen? So therefore, Abhiram Thakur, he was the foremost of the Dadar Gopalas. He was the dear associate. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When people would uh, take the names of Gornitai, take a shelter of Adaita, Acharya, Haridas, Thakur, or different Vaishnavas, but still they are not following Vaishnava Dharma, in spite of taking shelter of these great personalities. They don't leave their deceit behind, their hypocrisy, and they are following all these kinds of Chal Dharma, and uh, following different Devi Devatas and for one's own Pratishta and they are having themselves worshipped 
and uh, they're saying they're giving this purichay of being siddha perfect and they're taking shelter of so much hypocrisy so how was Abhiram Thakur? he would go and whatever hypocrisy deceit people would have he would immediately make people free of that free of those anarthas and make their path of your devotion free and if they are very stubborn then he would make them leave this world means he would make them leave their bodies like sometimes people what do they do they would say oh this stone is our saligram shila is the siddha and someone would make a deity and they say oh our deity can speak he can eat he can talk our deity is sakshat bhagavan himself and if someone is sick then makes that person healthy if anyone has moha if he doesn't have attachment wealth if he doesn't have children then our deity will give everything to that person if you sincerely pray so in the name of bhakti and bhajan they open one business and they learn many tantras, mantras, yantras and they cheat people and they cheat their own selves as well so Abhiram Thakur he was also very what would he do? he would go to all such cheaters, hypocrites deceitful people and as soon as they see him they all run away or else he would immediately offer pranams to them and then that was the last day on the face of this earth means they would then leave their bodies one day he heard Raghunandan Thakur was serving Gopinath and Gopinath was eating from his own hands these laddus Gopinath saying I cannot eat this rice dal I'm Gopal of Braj I'm Gopinath I like eating laddus butter and Jagannath he's old he's, he doesn't have any teeth He's an old man. Let him eat rice and dal, but not me. So, Raghunandan's father, Mukundadatta and Narari Sarkar, they would uh, feed him kheer, kichdi and all these things. And not puri, and not these other things. It would be a big festival, and then they surely need rice and dal. And this way they need ghee, they need kheer, so Raghunandan Thakur saying would you eat this he said no this being laddu then they start making laddu and they say mother give me laddu give this laddu and Gopinath ate the whole thing so then Mukunda he's saying oh Raghu who's eating these laddus are you eating everything yourself are you feeding it to others he said no I never eat anything I don't touch even a single part of it Gopinath is eating all of it not me so then one day he was looking oh let me see if Gopinath is eating or not so Gopinath Raghu said my father he is thinking I am eating these laddus so Gopinath eat these laddus or else they might even chastise me slap me so insult me so why are you not eating these laddus at least then you will be insulted then they will say you are not eating anything then. so why are, why are you doing this Either you should eat every day or you should not eat at all. Why are you doing, why are you behaving this way? Only eating at some times of the day and not at other times of the day. Eat in front of me. Then as Gopinath started eating this laddu, then Mukunda came. 
then he half he had this ladoo was half eaten then half the ladoo was in his mouth and half was still in his hand and not eaten the whole ladoo so then abhinam thakur he said now i will go and see for myself what is the truth me go see if uh, gopina is really eating from the hands of ragunandan if he's really uh, just open this business let me go see and abhinam thakur was coming and everyone told him ragunandan's father and they said nero then ragunandan someone told ragunandan's mother that if abhinam comes in office pranam he might even leave his body so then they went and hid ragunandan in different uh, homes different rooms and they locked all these doors and all the ladies were sitting out and all the men were sitting out all the villagers were sitting outside to block abhinam thakur from entering inside the village so then abhinam thakur he came there and he started shouting from far is mishar shouting from chanji gram saying oh ragunandan where are you oh narari oh mukunda sulochan chiranjeev sen govind kaviraj ramchandra kaviraj there all his parikars so he knows game there sabiram thakur he had this jai mangal this uh, horse whip if anyone offered pranam to him he'd whip that person three times very strongly he'd whip that person and that person when he received the prem all the sanatas and hypocrisy go when he started dancing next to see and then uh, all the kirtans tostutis would appear in his heart simultaneously just by the touch of that whip So he used to have that whip in his hands wherever he would go. If anyone would offer pranams, if anyone would come near him, then this was his mercy. Whip that person. Even if that person would die, he wouldn't care. And if he was alive, then he would receive prem. So he wouldn't leave that person. So they went to hit Raghunandan somewhere. So from Shrikan, it's like a... There's one place called Bordonga, one and a half kilometer from Shrikan. There Nithan drove for one month. This is Vasantaritu Madhavadav Maas. This is Baladev Prabhu, he comes here for Vasantiras. In Bordonga there, Nithan Prabhu, he went there. And for one month, Madhavadav, Ritu, he started doing Kirtan. In Gopinath, he left Shrikanda and he came there, along with all the Bhaktas. So there Abhiram Thakur, he also went to Badalonga. And then he started doing this Kirtan. And then Raghunandan and Gopinath. This way, glorifying Raghunandan. Then they locked Raghunandan inside the room. But what happened? And Abhiram Thakur was dancing, singing Lochandas Thakur, he came there. And there he had written this Chaitanya Mangal. And then all of uh, Nityanand Bharu's associates, they read Kirtan there in Bharadanga. Because that place is imprinted in Nityanand Bharu's Lord of You know there's a very nice festival that is celebrated there. For Madhu Madhav, for this one month, Vasantritu. All the devotees from Shetra Mandal, God Mandal, Raj Mandal, they come there to Bharadanga. Uh, everyone is being fed very nice feast kirtan is going on 
never stops. So there Abhinam Thakur started dancing and Raghunandan he came there. And there he saw Raghunandan was not there. And there was Gopinath. Gopinath also was there, Raghunandan was there, everyone was there. Now the place is very nice, nice beautiful garden there. Burga trees, there's this Kunda Nupur Kund. Where, uh, where the Bhaktas performed Abhishek and Nityananda Prabhu. Very nice trees there, gardens. Very nice cooling shade. Therefore, the place called Bodolonga. Bodo means very vast, very expansive place. So, everyone they saw Raghunandan was not at home, Gopinath was not at home. So, there they saw Lachanda Stakur and all the Bhaktas. They were in one place there. And they were doing Kirtan there. So then what? The once uh, there was uh, so once Nityanand Prabhu, his son was born to him, son and daughter. So everyone was invited except Abhinam Thakur. Because whenever Abhinam Thakur would come to see his previous children, Seven children of his died when Abhinam Thakur offered pranams to these children of Nityananda Prabhu. So when Virchandra Prabhu came, Nityananda Prabhu invited everyone, but he didn't invite Abhinam Thakur. So all the bhaktas, they said, Oh, Nityananda, he has a beautiful son of Virchandra, you don't know. And Abhinam said, I don't know. Then we are all going, now you go. Then Nityananda said, don't. Uh, he said, there's no need to invite him here. Samar Abhinam Thakur, anyhow he went, he reached that place, Kartaha. And then he did Parikrama four times of these two boys, of these two children, and nothing happened. And they, they were laughing, looking at him. Then Abhinam Thakur blessed these children. Because if they are ordinary people, how can they be born to Nityananda Prabhu? So they are Bhagavan's associates. So he did Puja, he did Archan, and, he, and then they took his remnants then, of offering Boga. So well, Kirtan is going on. Gopal Abhinam Tagur, he was the foremost of all Gopal. So then he would carry a huge trunk of wood and he would use that as a foot and play that huge tree as a foot. Even 20 people could not carry that huge tree, but he would just take that huge tree and start playing it as a foot. And he would start dancing. And then he would wear anklets, ankle bells around his feet. The Rakhayat is like 8-10 kilometers from there. And then there he would be jumping and dancing 10-12 feet high, playing on his own sea. And the Rakhayat would go and fall there, Rakhayat in Nupurkund. If you go there and bathe in Nupurkund, you see, you'll even know you listen to the sound of the flute. And if you take that water, you'll always hear the sound of Krishna's flute. Then people were thinking, what kind of flute is, what kind of kunda is this? Nupur kund. And if, and if Abhinam Thakur would offer pranams to any stone, which is not saligram, then the stone would explode and burst into pieces. On Srinivasacharya, he came there from Janji Gram. He offered pranams to Abhinam Thakur. Abhinam Thakur took his Jai Mangal whip and he beat him three times. And then his wife said, Malini Devi, 
He's a small boy. How many times you'll whip him now? He was like exactly look like Mahaprabhu. Because when Mahaprabhu took sannyas, his father, there he saw Mahaprabhu's head was shaved and dressed as a sannyasi. Then he became mad. He was only chanting Chaitanya, Chaitanya, Krishna Chaitanya. He left. He stopped eating, drinking, and only saying Chaitanya's name. Started rolling on the ground for many months. So then, previously his name was Gangadhar, and now they named him Chaitanya Das. And when Mahaprabhu went to Puri, he also went to Puri. Shrinivasacharya's father, Mahaprabhu knew he sent him there back home. When he was back home again, he was only saying Krishna Chaitanya, Krishna Chaitanya, and rolling on the ground. So then Mahaprabhu he said, "I'll have to please this man." So then he told him, "There'll be a very beautiful boy born to you as a son, Shrinivasacharya." He looked exactly like Mahaprabhu. Just by seeing him, then he forgot. Then, but Shrinivasacharya, how was he? From his very childhood, he always had the association of Hari Sarkar, Nagatam Chakur, and uh, all these associates of Bhagwan. He had so much prem for them. Anyone who would see him, felt he looked exactly like Mahaprabhu. And Birambir, in this one Vishnupur, he came there, and there he spoke the Bhagwat to him. And then, Bhano Birambir himself had stolen all the books, and he himself became a Vaishnava. And he forgot everything. And he said, "No, Guru Dev, I will not let you leave." Then he made temples of Govind, Gopinath, Mohan. He made Radha Kund, Sham Kund there. Then one Vishnupur became exactly like Vrindavan, Navrindavan. Said, "No, I'll have to go there." Then he came there to Jaji Gram. Then Birambir he came there to have darshan. They suggest me meeting me. It will not do. Also, after meeting Narutam Thakur, Shrinivasacharya told the king. Then he met Narutam Thakur, Shamanan Prabhu. Then he came to Vrindavan because we think Shri Rasadguru. He makes you related to all the Vaishnavas, Bhagavat Parikars. Because you don't have samanda with the Vaishnavas, then you are like a Brahmavadi. Even Guru is a Brahmavadi. Shishu also is a Brahmavadi. Nirvishashwadi. So Acharya Srinivas taught everyone how to do seva. The king is so glorious that he came to Vrindavan and he is serving the Goswamis. Then he looked after all the places in Braj. They said Chetradam, Navdivdam, he served all these places. So they say Abhiram Thakur, because he was very strict, no one would act. Madly in front of him, because one wants to go on this path of bhakti, he should be very pure. If you follow a little, no harm. Just uh, follow. Others will run after Lord Puja Pratishtha, and then Kanak Kamini Pratishtha. They will also appear side by side, and they'll come together, Kanak Kamini and Pratishtha, and they're like a tigress. Staring at you with a gaping mouth, ready to swallow you. Then Prabhupada spread in the Dushman Kesarvaishna. Oh, Madhav, you are the only injurer who is kind of common and conscious. The Patishtha is like the how is like the stool of hog. Should be renounced. 
Sabiram Tangur, what would he do? Wherever you'd go. Wherever the Mahaprabhu's bhaktas would stay, Nita's bhaktas, Adwaita Acharya's bhaktas. If they would say we are his followers, then he would examine them. If you are really following Shuddha Bhakti or not, you would examine them. You are cheating other people and you are cheating your own selves. So you would make sure they would not destroy the world. First he had this Jayamangal whip. If they could uh, tolerate that whip, then their arthas would go away, then they have Shuddha Bhakti. But they were greatly like uh, rebellious. Like Bhaktivinoda Thakur's time, in Odisha, there was one person called Bish Kishan. He said, I am the combined manifestation of 20 Krishnas. He said, not just one. He said, I'll do Ras. So there, he started calling the wife of the magistrate, Rajkumaris, all of them. And then all the ladies became mad. Saying, also, we must go to the Ras Lila with him and do Ras with Krishna. Yeah, these married locks were, he was a yogi. And then in Ravanshaw, he was the governor. So Ravanshaw, he told him that, you are the magistrate, you... What is this going on, this nonsense? So then he went to the police, to the jungle. Then Bishkishan, he said, oh Thakur, oh, you are my childhood friend. Life of life, you have been my friend. He said, oh... You come with the army, now you, while I engage in Rasila with all the women, you guard this place, he said. And you also find, if you can see other women, you also send them here, he said. You are my dear friend, life after life. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he said, he told the soldiers that you arrest him. And then, you make him, you take him to jail, prison. And Bhishkishan, he said, I will destroy everything. I will destroy you if you try to destroy me. Then he said he had matted locks of air, long locks of air, then so much fire started coming from there. Whole place was set on fire. Even the police ran away then in fear. All soldiers ran away. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur came there. And he told Bhaktivinoda Thakur, I will destroy you, he said. He said, alright, whatever. Then he handcuffed him and he said, no, you come to... I will just stop this, he said. Saying, I won't do this nonsense anymore, this rasti and all these things. Then I'll leave your also I'll have to take you to prison. And he said, I won't, I'll surely do Raslila. So he said, already you do Raslila inside the prison, he said. So then, uh, he took, there he saw, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, when he went home, he saw his wife, Bhagavad the children, they were very sick. It seemed they would die, they couldn't breathe. Stomachs had become swollen. Even the servants, maid servants, everyone in that house. Even the pujaris, babajis, everyone were on the brink of death. So, Thakur, he bought this Chanamrath with Jayanaji. He started doing Kirtan. And then everyone became alright. And then again he came to prison. And then again he saw. And he said, Even now you are not listening. Let's see what I will do. And he said, alright, do later. Then he took the scissors and he cut all his hair away. Because all his uh, strength was in his hair. So then he cut all his hair away and then he set fire to that hair. Like you see, if you kill a snake, you'll have to set the snake on fire. So similarly, if you take someone's hair away, then all his potency is there. You set it on fire, then he became an ordinary man. Three days, three nights, he didn't eat anything, then he died inside the prison. 
Sabinam Thakur during his time, he would examine to see if there were such impostors. Coming on the path of Bachan. And they would say, the sadhus will not say anything. You do anything they wish. But Sabinam Thakur, he was making sure no one would do anything bad. Anyhow, it reached there. During Abraham Thakur's time, during Mahaprabhu's time, there was one person who brought everyone on this path of peace to Bhakti. So today is this Tiruhatiti. So even though in Akayat, in Daihat, Agratip, and now the all the Bhaktas there. Even now they have Darshan with Jai Mangal uh, with This is around one hour I haven't written this Jagannath the Vallabh Natak Even now whatever is written these manuscripts you can have Darshan that went up And when Mahaprabhu came to Amiga Kalna Then Gurudas Pandit he, he told him He said can you make manifest the Shastras for me So then Mahaprabhu said alright because Shastra is Shastra. So weapon cuts this knot of ignorance. It's Bhagavad Murti, Bhagavad Sarup. Because of the Bhagavatam, it is being said that this Bhagavatam is non different Sarup of Krishna. Non different form of Krishna. This Bhagavatam is like the twelve candles of the Bhagavatam or the twelve forms of Krishna's body. Which Kanta do you want? He said, Let me see the Gita. And then he said, Mahaprabhu said, I will bring the Gita. Then Gaudas Pandit said, Where should I get the Gita from? He said, You have to write the Gita for me. And make me listen to the Gita. Make me have of the Gita. Swarup. Then my life will be successful. Because everyone has the Shastras. I see that. And there will be one many shastras, but one will not have even opened the book, not even what to speak of offering pranams to these books. But he said, collecting all these shastras here, there, but not reading. And uh, see what is inside these shastras. The Bhagavatam is Bhagavan Sarup. He said, let me have this Sarup. Bhagavat Sarup. So then Mahaprabhu, he asked him to bring these tall leaves. Because tall leaves, first you bring very nice tall leaves and boil them in water. The dry ones cannot be eaten. Then once you boil them, they'll become soft. When they become dry, then they're written. Then they'll never, the sink will leave a very uh, indelible impression there. So then this way he wrote all the Gitas of the Sri Bhagavad Gita. They wrote the meaning of each and every shloka. Swarup of every shloka. He started explaining. So then Gaudas Pandit, he became very happy. And he said, now I have understood. Now you heard the Sarup Darshan. No, don't leave me and go anywhere, he said. I always want to stay with you. Yeah, you lotus feet. Mahur said, alright. 
ان شاء اللہ یو سی دس نیم ٹری
means Krishna is telling Arjuna, you don't know who I am. Means I'm always in Braj. I'm always in Braj and will be in Braj forever. So you also come there. This is the meaning of Mahamekam Sharanam Braja. Because Arjuna is already under shelter. So what to speak of telling him take shelter? So Krishna is telling Arjuna, why are you thinking, oh, this about this war, battle? How can I kill my father, grandfather? It will be great sin. My guru. So just leave all this aside and just come to Braj. If I ever want this kingdom soaked in blood, I don't want this sin. Because in Braj, he said, You come here with me to Braj. There, there's no pop top. There's no fighting there. No killing. So, people not knowing Artha, he'll write Anartha. So, Mahaprabhu, he told everything to Gauridas Pandit. Sabiram Thakur, he came there. And he said, this Gauranitai deities of Gaurudas Pandit. Did he manifest them from his own mind? He wanted to see if it's as it is. Gaurudas Pandit is also Subal. Subal Saka. So, Abhiram Thakuri came there, he saw. That Gauranitai, they are present there. And he told Gaurudas Pandit, Abhiram Thakur is coming. Bring him here. And this is the Ichido festival. This Mohan Bo. Do you know this Boga has been offered? And feed everything. Now he has doubt. And why this doubt came in his mind? Because Suridas Pandit, Gaudas Pandit, they are five brothers. All the five brothers, they are Kirtaniyas, Mahaprabhu's Parikas, Dhanaprabhu's Parikas. So the Janna and Vasudha were born as Surudas Sarkel's daughters. And Nithana Guru, he accepted them as his wives. So Nithana Guru was like 38 years old. They were just 9 and 10 years old, these small girls. Just as Baladev Prabhu, he, what did he do? Baladev Prabhu, he accepted Ravani and he accepted both of them. Similarly, he also accepted them. So then they came to see. So they came to see who is coming, who is coming to see. So seeing is Mahaprabhu is present there or not. In that Gornitai deities. And Mahaprabhu himself had offered in written this Gita by his own hands. Even now it is present. You can see there. So Abhiram Thakur he'd go and he'd see everything. So today is this Tiruvatiti. And also, today is the Avaru of the Bhakti Gunt Santo Sai Maharaj. So there in uh, Medinipur, there is one place called Narma. There there is a Zamindar. He was very caring towards all the villages. He came to Braj, Haridwar, Kedar, Badri, came to Dwaraka and all these places. So when he started going from Braj, then he was thinking, I have to take something from Braj. So that he had to walk all the way. So he used to bring everything. So when the Zamindar came, his villagers would also come. And wherever he'd go, he'd have to, people would do Kirtan, they would cook. 
distributed Prasad and then walking he came to Vrindavan so there he saw there they bought Thakurji Sri Vigraha in Braj not now since uh, time immemorial Bhagwan's time Bhagwan he told Uddhav that you always worship my deity form and you do seva and then they'll realize they'll realize me through this archa seva Vautam, this rule has been given how to worship different deities of different metals so when Vajranab came manifested four sarovars four shivas four mahades four dev four uh, four devs lagari dev kundi dauji daude baldev so this everyone come to Vraj there they take Gauran and every Srila Giraj, all this, this they have bear all the sorups of Krishna there. Because Giraj he has served Krishna by his entire body. By all the limbs of his body. Every limb of his body is bathed in the foot dust of Bhagavan. If you take a Srila from anywhere, see Bhagavan's beautiful form will manifest. They'll never be the same. Rupa-sarupa-pada, jane-nija-sampada, bhakati-vinoda-dari-mangi All this Swarupa so beautiful If you take any Giriraj form and, and you worship him You see this, even the Swarupa of Giriraj is different Every Srila of Giriraj is different from each other And from Raj they got this Gopal, this deity So there, they went there and They made this temple for Thakurji and then Thakurji said you brought me here and I said I don't take little you'll have to feed a lot of food for me and those who come for my darshan those who come near me no one will go hungry empty handed I'd feed everyone I'd feed very nice things Whereas if you don't feed me also, then I don't stay here. She was very happy. Because he was uh, Samindar. He had no shortage of any, anything. And this place called Medinipur. Medini means Prithvi Devi. Prithvi Devi, she is present there in that place. Very beautiful place. Flowers are always in full bloom. Vegetables are growing there. Hey, farming everywhere, all, all the places are full, vegetables there, this place called Medinipur. And he was uh, Samindar, Santamala's father of this, Narmajila. And every day they offer like so many kilos of rice to Thakurji. Ghee, rice, dal, sabji, banja, pakodi, chutney, and then hundred months of kheer, every day. Whoever would come for Darshan because he was Zamindar, Prajahatsal. So then, then he would pray to Thakurji, oh Thakurji, kindly protect all my villagers. They never fall sick, they all else have everything. And all the villagers, they loved him so much. That's Zamindar. So, all the sadhus would come there. And they would uh, speak Bhagavad Katha there, they would do Kirtan, Hari Katha. Sadhus come from everywhere. So then Prabhupada Sasitaka, he sent his parikars there. 
to preach. So when they came there, they told the Zamindar, can we stay here for some days to Katakistan? And he said, yes, surely. Very happy with them. They gave you a Bhograg and to Thakurji and you'll have to take Prasad. Without Thakurji's Prasad, now that you cook for your own self, no. So then when Bhograg was offered, there he saw. There's Amindari had Brahmin cooks, Brahmin pujaris. Seva puja was going on very nicely. And even that family was very educated. Very surrendered souls. Anything that saves you something would be really nice. Like dry fruits, anything. They'd offer a Thakurji, never eat anything. Then they offer boga and take prasad. So when Kirtan Katha was going on at that time, their son, who was he's a small boy, every day he'd go inside the temple. He stood inside the temple there. Then they say, Who are you meditating on? And he wouldn't say anything. He'd go to school, but he wouldn't study there. Only well, sitting in front of Thakurji. When the sadhus came, then he became fully attracted by his sadhus. So the time Bhaktanam Puri Maharaj Pranavan Pramashari, he was very beautiful Kirtaniya. So then he asked him, he asked this boy, you know how to do Kirtan? And I said, oh, he doesn't know anything, he just sits there in the temple room, he doesn't go to school. You take him, they said. He said, all right. What did they do? Since that day, they taught him all of Bhagavan's Kirtans, those to these. And then, they started doing Kirtan, and he also started doing Kirtan very nicely. He stayed there for seven days, and we went to another village to preach. And then he also would go there, accompanying them. So when they came to Babazar, they told Prabhupada, oh, we found this very nice boy, a small boy, seven, eight years old. So he never troubled his parents. So now when the sadhus had gone, now he became very restless. Now he didn't eat anything, he stopped eating, he was just crying the whole time. And his parents brought him to Calcutta. They offered him Prabhupada to sweet in Babazar. Instead of Prabhupada, We'll look after all the expenses, just make him study in here. So I think they put him in a very good school there. I think they won't take Indians there, these uh, Britishers. Uh, this is Amindar. And so then I you know they admitted this boy inside the school. Stay in the temple there and study in the school there. And then mother and father would send him money time to time. And when he came to the Darshan of Prabhupada, then at the time there was a Satsiksha Pradarshini in Kurukshetra, in Mayapur as well. Sometimes in Dhaka, Calcutta. Wherever Prabhupada would go, there would be this uh, exhibition of dioramas. And then he would tell Sant Maharaj, when everyone's coming, all the devotees here, 
you must speak Harikatha to all of them. Explain all these leelas. So when his parents came there, they saw their own child explaining all these leelas. So his name was Radha Raman. He said, Radha Raman speak three hours, or the others speak for three hours. So Prabhupada is listening. Let's see what this small boy is saying. So the first person spoke, and Prabhupada said, Oh, he is very proud. And then another person spoke. Prabhupada saying he doesn't know anything. He is just taking one thing from here. He is using the tail of a donkey, the stomach of a cow. Just make a new animal. He saying. When Radha Raman came, then. He said, oh, this boy, Radharaman, speaking so beautifully. His parents are also standing in line. Harikatha was going, he didn't see if his parents were there or not. His parents are standing there in line and listening. And then there was a huge crowd there, but still his parents stood there and listened. And Prabhupada was listening. And his brothers also, elder brothers came, his uncles, all the villagers came. They said, he never went to school, didn't study anything. Now he's reciting so many Sanskrit shlokas, speaking in English. Oh, who's this? He's explaining so nicely to others. So Prabhupada then he said, in the future will be a very uh, great Acharya, Radha Raman. Even Bhagavan will want to listen to his Harikatha. And Prabhupada was so happy with this small boy. And then, his mother and father, they came and they said, Oh Prabhupada, you're a touchstone. You even transformed this boy. Such a nice devotee. We tried so much, but he didn't want to study anything, write anything, he wouldn't listen to anyone. Now just see how he has changed. So then, his, uh, and then he'd always go Bhiksha with all the Vaishnavas. So Radharaman is nine years old, so he said, I'll also go on Bhiksha. I also wanted to go to Seva. Saying if you go to the village, then your parents might catch you. And then he said, one is, a, one is a true mother, one is a true father. Who offers one with a lot of sweet. Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Chaitanya said, Jeevir Surupoy, Krishna Nityadas. So there, Santamara is speaking and he said, Jeevir Surupoy, Guru Nityadas. He wrote an article there. When the Sardis came to Prabhupada, then he said, Oh Prabhupada, and Chaitanya Chaitanya said, Jeevar Surpoi Krishna Das. And he's saying, Jeevar Surpoi Guru Nitya Das. He said, What is he saying, this small boy? And he wrote an article. Prabhupada said, Publish this article right now in Dainik Nadia Prakash, in the Gaudiya and everywhere. He's saying, Who is Guru? He's not a different manifestation of Bhagavan. Say, so Varnasan becomes servant to Sri Guru. How will you do Bhagavan Seva? Because the servant is related to another servant and Guru is the utmost servant. He will also make him a servant, ideal servant. So, servant will always be related to another servant. So, say he made such a nice explanation. And then when he went there on Piksha, then he went there, there he saw village to village. There he saw all these charmers, bhangis, gaulas, ayers, all different castes. He'd go to everywhere, begging rice. Because he was son of Zamindar and his uncle was saying, Oh, now what is he doing? We are from a very wealthy family and he's going to all these villages from such a low caste. 
and he's going and collecting rice from them. And he said, Oh, don't do this, you're insulting our family. Why are you going to all these villages? We don't even drink water from their houses. And you're taking big from them. You need something, you take as much as you want. And big trucks. Then he told then he, he told his father, Santamara's father, what is he doing? He's like, no, he's insulting our family so much. We're going on picture. So at that time in the evening, there the Harikatha would be spoken. The whole day they'd be to, they'd do Bhiksha in the evening, there'd be Mahaprasad, Kirtan, Harikatha, Sadhu, go to everyone's houses. He'd not see who's some other Brahmin, Bangi, who's some Loka, Sai, Kastik, just go to everyone's house, houses. So there, he went to one very low caste house and started doing Kirtan there and Harikatha. So then, they told Radharaman to speak Harikatha. That time his uncle came, his father came, everyone came, they to listen to his Harikatha. So then, Radharaman, then he said, Then he started glorifying the Atma. The one who is only absorbed is Anatma Tattva, means that which is not the Atma, he is a Chamar. Because he thinks of the body to be the Atma. Or is the Atma not, the Atma is separate from the body? And he put the example of Ashtavakara Rishi. Ashtavakara Rishi was crooked in eight places. When he entered inside the assembly of Janak Maharaj, everyone started laughing. Then the king was seeing just see how he is crooked in eight places, no clothes, nothing, naked. Then he also started laughing. Then Janak Maharaj asked him, why are you laughing? They are laughing, but why you? Then they said, why are they laughing? Then they said, oh, you crooked in eight places. Who will not laugh looking at you? Your hand is in one direction, neck is in another direction, your feet are in another direction. Let's see how you are speaking, how you are behaving. And you enter in such a way. He said, why are you here? Why are you laughing? So I am laughing. Because I was thinking, oh, all these people are great scholars. And Janak Maharaj is... Royal palace, but they're all chamars, they're all like cobblers, they're only looking at the skin. They're only saying, I'm crooked in eight places, I'm like this, I'm like that. They're not looking at my soul. How are they panditans? They cannot have this Atma Darshan. And all these scholars start trembling in fear. And the panditas, they said, I came to do preaching. You call my father. Ashtakrishi said, You defeated my father. And you drown my father inside a pond. So where is my father? Now I will defeat all these scholars. I'll defeat you. Then I'll throw everyone inside the pond. Now debate with me, Ashoka Rishi said. And all the scholars, they could not challenge him. Because this boy was an ordinary boy. And Janak Maharaj, he said, Oh, you're very welcome inside my kingdom. I'll go meet. Let's go meet your father. There, on, where they throw everything, everyone inside the pond, they went there. There, Janak Maharaj, he folded his hands and he said, Oh, Father Vastogarishi, you descend here and you tell your son that he's still alive. So I said, Swaragaloka, his father came. And he said, My son, in Swaragaloka, there was a shortage of scholars. So Janak Maharaj, he saw how qualified I was and he sent me there to help Priyaspati. So I'm not uh, dead. 
Don't kill me. Don't be so sad. Now you have my blessings. Now you have this Atma Darshan. So, if, so how did I die? This body is made of five elements. It's meant to die one day. Because five elements, even when the body collapses, five elements will merge into their original elements. So who who is possibly dying? I am the Atma. See, look at my body, it's so beautiful. Oh, I'm engaged here. So why are you fighting for the Sanatma Tattva, that which is not the soul? No one kills anyone in this. Just wear a cloth, and then you remove that cloth and you wear another cloth. So you kill that person then. Cloth is old and you just throw the cloth away and you wear another nice cloth. So there is a question of dying and being born again. Just imagination. He spoke Zatmagyan and he left. So Radharaman, he spoke all such histories in his Harikata. What is Atma Darshan? What is Anatma Darshan? And all the relatives who were listening to his Kata, they said, Oh, look at this boy. He opened our eyes. Then they came to Prabhupada and they all took Diksha from Prabhupada. So that time, the Vaishnavas would go every year. So there, there was a Brahman Puja inside the temple. And if you come to Calcutta, I bring all these different things for Thakurji. Dry fruits and so many things. So then he bought this Badam for Pujari, Tofu Bogo. So then he closed the door and he didn't open the door even after one hour. He said, well, what happened? Is he sleeping inside? Why is he not opening the door? Then they, they heard some banging, something. I said, what's happening? And opened the door. He said, oh, I'm not eating peanuts, he said. What he was doing, he was taking, he was using two shaligrams to crack these peanuts open. Because he became very greedy, taste these peanuts. Uh, and also the different dry fruits there. Because how would he break them? So he would use two shaligram shilas to break them into pieces. So then when news went to Prabhupada, then this article was shared. You could just see how these pujaris are, very greedy fellows. There, whatever is meant for Bhagawan, they don't have time even to offer and they just eat everything inside. Or sometimes they hide everything away. Like in Bengal you see the paneer that is used is very small. No, there here it is very small. But but there in Bengal the paneer they use is very big. And alu also is very big. They made different kinds of things there in Bengal. So, so they cook in golden pots, silver pots sometimes. And rasgullas, big rasgullas will be made. You know rasgullas is only 5 rupees there. In Bengal. There in, during my time, for 6 rupees you get a kilo of rasgullas. And they give like big, big pots of dahi. 10-15 kilos of dahi. Even 100 kilos of dahi, mishti dahi, everything would be offered as boga. See, they offer boga and he's come outside. Then what do we do? He just eat everything inside the temple. But now how would he wash his hands inside? So Prabhupada just see how greedy he is. Eating everything off directly, Prakut Thakurji's plate. Making everything juta inside. 
as long as one cannot control his senses until then unqualified people how can they serve bhagwan when they not even control their own senses even before offering bhoga they have eaten everything themselves they become very greedy saying oh look at this sabji is very nice i'll eat it oh, when will i eat all this and some they smell these preparations they'll be so happy and what will they do they'll hide this paneer then the paneer is also very soft so what do they do they would uh, they would uh, cover their because then there was no polythene covers so they would hide this paneer they would tie in a bundle in their cloth and they'd put it on their shoulders the paneer on their shoulders in the cloth there and they're saying oh why is he sweating so much the pujari why is water dripping so much and then pita pana also is made and what do they do they take the pita pana and they'd also they'd hide it on their stomachs there and no one would realize where it is and they say what why is his stomach so swollen today maybe he's having too much gas inside his stomach and when they opened the cloth there they saw many lines of pita panas inside they were stuck to his stomach there inside pots probably wrote articles and he said since uh, all these pujaris that ran away then as long as one has not controlled the senses this bog buddhi will never go away so first they should do nice sadhan be under the anugrah of hari guru vishnas and listen nicely i should pray for this bhagavad kripa so then santwara generous speak hari katha by prabhupad's blessings you go everywhere said so, oh i want to write something learn some sanskrit prabhupad said no whatever knowledge you have just preach with that and go there so he was going in the boat and then he was sitting there next to the window and all the people said oh just see he's wearing saffron cloth he's not giving seat to this old people and he's sitting next to the window is your window side seat and yeah sadhu he has some knowledge make all these old people sit there so santosh didn't say anything so he just went and stood near the gate so the, the ship was like had three floors there was a big storm and the captain he said no all of you try to your bhagwan or else now the ship is going to drown now so now it is everything is bhagwan's hands now in the middle of the river middle of the river there this meghna patna is very huge river you cannot cross it's like the ocean itself He's saying oh sadhu baba protect us or else we'll die all of us all the people from the entire ship just three stories is high when the santwar suggests you selfish there before they were saying oh the city next to you have this window side seat and saying oh you cannot respect others and they're saying something now they're falling at my feet now and they start doing kirtan all of you do kirtan together and then we glorified prabhupad then this kirtan started and then even the captain started doing kirtan clapping his hands and then immediately the boat magically reached the shore of the river and it just reached there magically and they said oh now you saved us you are our guru you are our bhagwan you are everything so then he didn't say anything and then when he came to this dhaka temple 
which is called Madhuva Gaudiyamat, named after Madhuva Chari. So there for one month this festival is going on. Prabhupada came there and he spoke in this Dhaka University on the first verse of the Bhagavatam. This Janmadisyata he spoke for one month. And Radharaman, what do we do? When Prabhupada will be speaking, he write everything down in notes. And he explain everything in very simple language. Prabhupada was so happy with this Kirtan. So then Prabhupada gave him this name, Bhakti Kumut. This white lotus of Bhakti. So then after Prabhupada left, then his parents came, they took him home. Saying, how can you stay in the temple now in this situation? Then they were thinking we should get him uh, married. But then Bhaktaid Madhavagusai Maharaj and all the other parikars of Prabhupada, they came home. He said, Radharaman, what are you doing? You are the beloved servant of Prabhupada. You know, you are Nityadas of Guru. Now, who is Dasa, you know? Because there are also Bhaktas are there. So, mother, father didn't. Who would want to leave such a dear son? And Prabhupada in the dream he said, now you take sannyas now, no, don't delay. No. So then Tadakopinath, he took sannyas. And then he started preaching. Everywhere. He also went to other countries as well. He would sometimes go to places where even there are many Muslims. But people from all dharmas would come and they discuss each other's religion. So Bhakti Gosh Santamaraj would say, this mullah, when he wears the kapra, he doesn't wear this kacha, means this trikach. Because Allah, he has put a big stick in his bottom and he's always bleeding from there. So therefore he's not putting this trikach. And he's playing, his, and he's always putting this dhoti like lungi. And every time, why is he offering so many namaz? Like, so what he's doing is holding his two ears, and he's always praying for forgiveness. That's why he's offering namaz so many times. And the Muslims are thinking, what is he saying? Like he heard Gaurav Maharaj's class. If you listen to Santu Maharaj Harikatha, you see Santu Maharaj is like roaring of a lion there in the forest. He didn't care who was Hindu, Muslim, Christian, Muslim. He spoke only on this Atma Dharma. Not on this Chalma Dharma, Kapad Dharma. He'd say, he'd say that uh, Parmeshwar is everyone's father. If you don't worship Parmeshwar, then your Pitra Dohi, he'll be suffering so much. You're having neglected your guardian, your father. And then when he's preaching in Keshiyari, there he entered into uh, Samadhi because his family was uh, very wealthy and he said oh you can take this temple you can stay here or anywhere you feel like you make a national because how many disciples now I am preaching so then I met him in Keshiyadi, Karakpur, Jagannathpuri in Navdeep, Mayapur right like near uh, Iskan near Shivdoba they have this temple there he also preached in other countries because his uh, English is also very nice. And he's also very dear associate of Prabhupada. So Prabhupada gave him his full mercy. So people when they listen to his katha, they'll be so happy. 
Prabhupada's mercy was flowing through him. So this is Vyaspuja. I was in Puri. Then Maharaj was there once. Then all the bhaktas from Puri came. And all night they did Kirtan while Maharaj entered into Samadhi. And Kishyari Mat, they offered him Samadhi. You know they have a temple in Radhakur and other places. Many disciples know. What is Kirtan? He wrote this Mahamudkar and Mahakotar. These two books he published. Shankaracharya written these books. He translated them in Bengali and he published it. Then he wrote so many Kirtans. Make everyone, when he do Kirtan, everyone would realize. It seemed Gauranita would direct in front of them. So once they gave him a house in Behala, did he make a temple there? But the neighbors were very, they wouldn't let the Brahmacharis do Kirtan. So how can you make a temple here? The deities came. Everyone, they invited everyone. All the Acharyas of the Gaudiya But the neighbors, the municipality, they said, we'll not make a temple here. This is a residential area. How can you make a temple here? And all the, ch- the children will not be able to study, will not be able to sleep. So then Santamara was thinking, why, oh, Prabhu, what is your desire? Should we stay here or just move to another place? If you want to stay here or if you want to go somewhere else, we'll go. The deities are still in the box now, packed. Came from Jaipur. Then they heard. Then they heard this voice. And Thakur said, I have come to my own house now. I will not leave this place. And all these neighbors who are here, they will not stay. They will all leave. Only the devotees will stay here. And all the Brahmins, they used to hate. Because there is Jatiwad. That is the son of Zamindar. Now he is a Sadhu Sanyasi. He is not a born Brahmin like us. Like us. So they are doing a lot of Tarka. So Bhakti Puri Maharaj came to form the installation ceremony. They started asking many questions. So Bhakti Puri Maharaj convinced all of them. In Kolkata, there was a big temple. That's a big city. My people were very uh, proud people. They followed Durga Devi there. Who does Krishna Puja there? They, they don't do Kirtan there. They offer some respect, but not Kirtan. So after Puri Maharaj spoke, then this person, they said, we want to take Diksha from you. Purimara said, what are you saying? You're staying on the banks of the Ganga and you want to go bathe in a nearby pond. Purimara was just senior to Santa Maharaj. He was a very senior god brother. He was from born, he was from Brahmin family. He said, we'll take from you. He said, no. He's saying, I'm this Talab and you see Santa Maharaj. He's like the Ganga river itself. See how much love he had for his uh, younger god brother. So he so you see Vaishnavas, they offer. Vaishnavas there. There he, he didn't think, oh, Santa Maharaj is very junior to me, very uh, saying no. So he said, he take Diksha from Santa Maharaj and then don't fall into this uh, things. So and then Nagar Sankirtan started and now you see they have a very beautiful temple there in Behala, in Calcutta there. So all these Pranadharite Shakti Dharajani Jani. 
they can deliver an entire universe each of these assets. And Guru Dev, when preaching, he would always write letters to Sant Maharaj. Then Sant Maharaj said, now I'm very old now, but when I listen to your preaching, I become so happy. I cannot move, but when I listen to how you're preaching, even though you're respecting me, writing so many letters to me, then Sant Maharaj said, what other shakti I have, I'm giving everything to you now. Continue with your preaching. Because Guru Dev, we would respect all these parikars of Prabhupada so much. Sanjay, I have described some of his specialities in mercy, which is darshan is there. Where will this Bhagavad Gita come from? Come through the Vaishnavas, through the Bhaktas. Now listen tomorrow. And tomorrow is 13, 14 day after. And from the day after, they leave this uh, Keshavarta, this Jaldar or Salagram Shila or Tulsi Devi. And then for one month, this Keshavarat will go on. And 14 is also throughout the Bhaktivalapthit Maharaj. And then uh, Keshavarat is good to follow rules, niyam. If you cannot do so, then what to do? But the rule is that one should bathe in the river every day and should uh, offer water to Tulsi Devi and offer water, Shalagram Shila, place Shalagram Shila inside water. And then on Chandan Yatra, and on 9 days, 23rd, and then Chandan will, before all the Chandan is applied. So many rules there. Uh, so this Keshavarat done. And then this book is also there about Keshavarat. Bhai Bhagwan accepted this Chandan. And then uh, uh, this Chandan Yatra started. It's always there. In this way, we wish to speak on Chandan Yatra, and then this book has been made. So, if you follow, then it's very good. Then, if you don't follow, then it's your loss. Or else you might uh, advance or you might digress. Not advance. So as long as you life, as long as you have life. I have to try for this Nityaseva Adhikar. So if you try or you will have this Adhikar forever. Now they bring this Chandan powder, sandwood powder, now they put sandwood oil, then you put that and very difficult to even put the sandwood oil. They put it on their own bodies, put shampoo, nice, they go to the beauty parlor, then all these things, they decorate themselves. That they are ready to do. But applying Chandan on Bhagavan is very difficult. Oh, my hand is melting now, placing this Chandan. And this, uh, else if you don't do, then someone else will paste Chandan. If you don't paste Chandan, then someone else will paste you. Then they'll paste your body nicely. Saying, now you rub your nose at my feet. So do it better at least to paste yourself for Prabhu and his seva.